And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Yes, DC Matthews at DC Matthews and AI. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. It is good to see you. It is good to be in the same room with you. We are not normally sharing a space here for the DDT Wrestling Show. This is normally reserved for DC and Doc Talk, but we're breaking tradition and we're going to actually talk wrestling. I'm not sure if we're breaking tradition so much as we ran out of things to talk about. On DC and Doc Talk. So we decided to go back and talk about wrestling? Pretty sure that's what happened. I'm pretty sure you're right. Um, it was an interesting week in the world of professional wrestling, though. There's Incorrect. A... Would you like to expand on that? It was another week in professional wrestling. How about that? All right. Let's just have this intervention now. Intervention. At what point are you going to be... Again, and we talk about this every week, but now that we're in person, we can have this. Discussion. Sorry, I just... I got a tweet. Liam Stryker, who is, you know, recording live right now, has just entered a draft pick. Oh, did he? Okay. Well, let's talk about, like, here we go. Let's start But here. I'm not sure it's valid. Why not? He's taking Kane. I'm not sure Kane has wrestled in the past 12 months. Mm, let's look here. Kane match listing... See what's interesting? Oh, there we go. I'm I'm not going to be the one to tell him, so somebody else can do that. If I'll want. tell him if if this is actually the case. December fifth, twenty sixteen, he wrestled. November 29th, ninth, twenty sixteen, he wrestled. Oh yeah, that's not uh, yeah. yeah okay. All right, no, you're right. You're yeah. right. I th- okay. All right, so we he, he's, he's good. A valid pick. It's a valid pick. He takes Kane. He takes Kane. Hard to believe nobody took that before. Now, if you had known that he, would you have tried to take him as well and have uh, the Undertaker and Kane? No, I have no purpose for Kane having I hope, drafted the Undertaker. I hope that I get to make the picks on the show because I have a piece of paper here. Am I going to be angry? I don't think so because most. Am of I going to have to beat you to a bloody? Pulp? Most of the people. Am I going to have to put you into a headlock? And that squeeze. Is my weakness. <laughs> when head. you have a head the size of a 63 ounce water bottle, <laughs> headlocks are the way to go. Yeah. I don't think you are because I think a lot. Some of these picks are people that you you don't know. But again, I don't know. So let's talk about this. We're in the middle of the. Uh, I have to go get my notebook. It's downstairs. With all my picks. Well, we have to. We'll have to. Uh, Although I guess there's there's a there's an electronic copy of my picks. You've been keeping track of that online for us. I have been. I've been keeping this. So the neighborhood draft, for those of you who don't know, a mock fantasy draft. I talked Doc into it. Are you enjoying it? Are you enjoying that? I am. I hope it came across on the microphone. Um, you know, I am now enjoying the, the draft. Um, I was a little apprehensive to join it because I don't know if you know this about me. But you're an African-American. I say that every time someone says that. Which is great when you say it to non-wrestling people. Because they go, what? Right, right. Um, I, um, I am not good with competition. 
I do know that about you, which is why we've played maybe a grand total of like five board games together in our entire lives. Yeah. Um, so while this is a very... Somebody even in the draft said this, something about, oh, it's just a friendly um, recreational draft, and if somebody was going to get all worked up over it, I mean, what the hell? Meanwhile, I'm sitting over here on my phone going, you son of a bitch, who did you feel that about? I, I don't know, but like that first, I, I honestly didn't get angry. But that first night, like as we were going through those picks, like those first three rounds, I legitimately was sitting there with like anxiety, like racking my body, like I was just like trembling. Well, and I can understand that because your round three pick, and we can talk about the creativity of it. But you saved Asuka for the third round. And I was waiting. I figured she would be your first. You were picked third. I figured she would be your first pick. I'm surprised nobody stole her from That's me. what I'm saying. And I, so I could, I could imagine as we're getting to round three and nobody's picking her, you being like, I'm so close. I'm so close. <laughs> I'm so close. And then I dropped a bomb, too. You did. You caused a little bit of controversy. That's what I do. I know. What controversy I creates cast. That's right. Um, you dra- So your first pick, you picked The Undertaker, which is an intriguing choice. It's a very intriguing choice. In fact, it seems like a choice only a, an idiot would make. No, I wouldn't go that far, but I think... Do you regret the choice? I do not regret the choice, because... Because what you've, what you've told me is you have a grand plan... That maybe on a future show we will discuss in more detail. But you have a grand plan for what you want to do because you have some interesting picks top to bottom. So you picked The Undertaker in round one. In round two you picked... Uh, hashtag DIY. Champa and Gargano. Great pick. You know, some would say probably could have waited a couple of rounds, but it was a safe pick to get right off the bat. Um, it was a pick that was essential to my plans for my promotion. Essential, DC Matthews. Nick just picked John Laurinaitis. <laughs> I'm not sure that... I mean, he was at the Hall of Fame. I will, so, um, I, I would not question Liam, but I will question Nick. Because okay. Nick likes to question me. <laughs> well, everybody needs to question you from time to time. Apparently. So I'm just trying to figure out if he's been on TV in the last 12 months, because that is... He may have been. That's such an interesting choice. Um, I should just let it go, because who's going to pick John Laurinaitis? And it means that I'm more likely to get some of these people on this piece of paper. But... Wait a minute, so who goes after Nick? Uh, Chip. Chipperoo. Chipperino. And then... And then it's you. But I, I double get, picks. Again, I get this double picks. This snake draft is bullshit, by the way. Come on, it's how it works. No, it's bullshit. Okay? Why would it... Why would, so you would rather go one to eight, one to eight, one to eight? Yeah, because then there would be an equal amount of time between every single time you get a pick. Yes, for every eight, single so, person. So then if, but then if you pick eight, you're just screwed constantly. You're constantly the last pick. No, but the, no, you're constantly the last pick for each round, but don't think about it that way. From the time you take your first pick to your second pick, you only have to wait eight picks but if you the snake thing you have to wait 16 picks before you get another two picks like, well considering I've been trying to juggle three drafts I've been okay with that but yeah I guess I but I don't know I, I don't I don't care for it at all uh, and it, I hate at this point in the draft I hate you and I hate Mitchell Monroe and it's just we get the double picks. yes because you get the double picks and it, it, oh. You both of you guys have stolen so many key talents. That's the one thing. I have this great idea for a promotion, and I needed certain people to play certain parts. And 
There are so many better people. So this is both what I hate and love about the draft. There are so many people out there who would be better picks than what I ultimately ended up with for the story that I'm creating. But at the same time, I have enjoyed it because when somebody does get picked, then I have to go, okay, what's my plan B, C, D, E, F, G? And that's actually kind of fun. And I love that about the fact that you're into because I don't know a lot of people who are planning. Like, I'm looking at it, and, and when I list my roster, people who know me will understand okay, he's just picking the people he likes. Sure. Because Bo Dallas is in my on my journey, you know. Bo Dallas is there. William Regal is there. Eva Marie is there. So I'm drafting just, you know, the people I like. I don't know necessarily that... Would you say that I'm not doing that? No, because you are <laughs> drafting based on a story that you have in your mind. Because, again, so we go, we go with The Undertaker and DIY. The third round is where you caused a little bit of controversy in that you took the time to research who Asuka has teamed with. Cause I don't know if you know this, but I'm a PhD. American. <laughs> I have a PhD, and what you do to get a PhD is you learn to research things. So, of course, I, I wanted to know exactly what the rules were of this draft so I could exploit every that, loophole. But again, that's... People had a problem with that, but I did not because the draft is designed. You're supposed to play the game. That's what I'm doing. I, I had no problem with it because you drafted the team of Asuka, Becky Lynch, and Nikki Bella. And then immediately put Becky Lynch on the trading block, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> I don't want Becky Lynch. Well, I, I, there are people... I, I We might need to do this again. In the sense that, like, because I think it would be fun to do trades. Because I drafted, I went ahead to try to make people angry and it didn't work. I figured, you know what? No one's taken any announcers yet. We're in the latter mm -hmm. half of the draft. I'm going to pick up with my two picks. Uh, yep. I'm going to pick up more Ronaldo and Jim Ross. Yeah, you're a dick. <laughs> but then again, if I had, if we had trades, I would immediately put them on the trading block and I would consider trading one of them to but you. But we do have a trading block. I, do we? Well, I mean, not officially, but people have been saying in the in the chat, I would trade this. I have twice said I will entertain any trades for Becky Lynch. Apparently, nobody likes Becky Lynch. It no, was but, a, but, but, it was a calculated move on my part because you figured that you would. Take I took the women that as early. my trio because. I figured I'd get all three of them, and yeah. Becky Lynch, who I did not want, I figured was a good bargaining chip. But, no, but, I, but, but so, nobody wants her. I, I think it's because we never talked about trades. I'm open to do it, because I would trade for Becky Lynch. I have a women's division that's pretty well set, but, for example, I drafted I drafted Mauro Ronaldo and Jim Ross. I don't actually want them as my commentary team. No, why would you? You would want one or the other. You wouldn't want both of them. Exactly. So I'm like, all right. So you Now, know. I will say, I think my commentary team is phenomenal. Let me see here. All right. So you got As Oscar, Nikki, Bella, and Becky Lynch. Then you drafted Paul Heyman with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, you know, by association. Uh, Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae. Samoa Joe and Austin Aries again. They teamed at some NXT events. Which counts. Yeah, I mean, somebody in our group told me, those were house shows. They don't count. And I don't remember who it was. I'm not trying to be disparaging if you're listening to this. It's just, I thought that the rules were, if they teamed for a major promotion in the last 12 months, then they counted as a team. Well, and, and this is the problem with the draft. This is where it always, I won't say falls apart, but there is always a question is, you know, what constitutes a tag team? 
I was told that a team I was what anybody who teamed for a major promotion in the last 12 months. Oh. And here's the thing. You can't, and this is why, and I understand where you're coming from, but like you can't tell me, oh, well, it wasn't on television, so it doesn't count. How many wrestling promotions out there don't have television deals? Exactly. So that can't be the bar. No. It can't be. No. You, we would have to set either a minimum number of times teamed. Sure. Like, you have to team... So, like, Asuka, Nikki, Bella, and Becky Lynch would never fly, because they teamed once. No. But that would be it. You would have to say, okay, either you have to team six times, ten times, whatever. I considered it being you have to have wrestled for the tag team titles, but that's going to really limit the number of people. Right. And again, you're supposed to play... The game. So, getting back to that. You drafted Paul Hammond, Joey Ryan, Candice LeRae, Samoa Joe, and Austin Aries. War Machine. My first off-brand pick... Didn't matter. You've got a great roster already. No, you did. You drafted Joey and Candace. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I did. Taylor Hendricks. Yep. Taylor Hendricks. I'll be interested to see what role she's playing for you in Why? your company. Just because I don't know much about her. Apparently, she is a wrestler. Yeah. The only time I saw her was she was Jay Lethal's arm candy when he was world champion. Uh, I saw her initially some years ago. They, I don't remember what it was called, but it was back when Ric Flair worked for, uh, at the time, TNA Wrestling. They did a thing in the ring where weekly they would have some up-and-comer come in, they'd wrestle a match, and then you know the veterans would judge them and either offer them a contract or not. The first time I saw Taylor Hendricks was on there, um, and I thought she did phenomenal there, and I've, you know, I've checked in periodically since then. It seems like she's doing well. She is a decent wrestler, and she's definitely got a very strong character that she does, which was why I drafted her. All right. Chip is about to make his pick. He is selected. Hideo Itami. Didn't somebody already take Hideo Itami? No. Huh, that's telling. In fact, that might be the only time I've seen his name. Like, I'm very interested <laughs> when this is all finished because I'm going to calculate yep. like a draft order, so I'm very interested. All right, we have to stop here so I can consult my list. I've got... Um... So this is exciting for me because you're about to make picks right in front of me. I, I have not seen your list. Yep. I can't read it. Um, so I made a list. I, you know, there are some guys that I've always I've known that I've wanted. I should take the one Lucha Underground guy because that would be the one. If any of these are going to bother you, I'm gonna going kill to kill you. That one. I'm going to kill you if you take somebody I want. I'm not taking Luchasaurus. All right. I'm, I'm going not. to kill you if it's somebody that I want. Well, how do I know who you are? Just gonna have to roll those dice. <laughs> Tell me who you want, and I'll tell you if I draft him. I ain't him. telling you shit. I won't tell you. I won't draft them if they weren't already on my list. Mm. How many women mm. do you have? You have one, two, three, four, five. I have about six or seven. All right, let's actually finish this, because I can, I can take my time. You've got War Machine, Taylor Hendricks, Eric Young, and Killian Dane. Sanity. You drafted Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, which I thought was a little odd for you. For me? Yeah, just wait. What my idea is that every week during my promotion, they're going to roll the credits. And the after credit scene is going to be Stephen McMahon sitting at a table eating a literal bowl of shit. <laughs> every single week. We're just going to watch her get her comeuppance every single All right. week. I'm after, kidding. That's not my idea. But how great so. would that be? After that, you drafted Abyss and Rosemary of the Decay. Yep. King Cuerno. Wolfgang. That was the one pick that I was like, Damn you, Doc Manson. I will admit, I took Wolfgang to get back at you. I would trade um, Wolfgang. Who did you take right before Wolfgang? Um, Natalia and Tamina, William Regal. 
No, it was... Okay, it was earlier. I got... Because you took Matanza from me. I did. That was... I was actually... I would have taken Dario Cueto and Matanza instead of Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar if they had been available. Fair enough. Um, so but They were available. No, they weren't. Oh, no, you're right. I yeah, they were not. The so after that, I was looking to hurt you. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so you drafted Wolfgang, then Jack Gallagher. Yep. Yep, those are three guys right there in a row that I enjoyed. Then Vince McMahon, Matt Stryker, and Shane McMahon. Now... Who was your commentary team? Because that's how we got this started. I'm assuming Matt Stryker. Mm-hmm. With Paul Heyman? It's a three-man booth. All right. So are you bringing back classic Vince McMahon play-by-play? I thought about it, but no. I, I will say you got two of them. All right. So Matt Stryker, Paul Heyman. Bring back Austin Aries on commentary. Bring back Austin Aries on commentary. Heyman, Aries, and Matt Stryker. That's a good trio. That's a great That's trio. A good trio. Now you have to remember, at this point, I could not take Morrow. I could not take JR. I could not take Corey Graves. All these guys, Nigel McGuinness. Yep. They were all gone. Yeah. So, now, my I drafted, doesn't surprise anyone, Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper first. People were like, why didn't you take Randy Orton? Because I don't like Randy Orton. In fact, you literally said that in the thread. Somebody's yes. like, are you taking that with Orton as a trio? And, and you I said, said, no, why, why would I take, I take Randy Orton? Orton? Correct. And I like to point out, it took almost like another nine rounds before someone thought to actually take Randy Orton. Yes, he was drafted in round 12. Yeah. By Liam. So 11 12. rounds. Yeah. Uh, I drafted Charlotte. I wanted to draft British Strong Style. I started out frustrated right away because I wanted to draft British Strong Style, which is Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, and Pete Dunne. Yeah. I was like, there's that establishes a young foundation and that damn chip. I was actually also very angry you took the Revival. Um, I was going to take the Revival that round. Yeah. So I took Charlotte. I figured, all right, there's the cornerstone of the women's division. Then I took the Revival, cornerstone of the tag division. Then I started... I figured, okay, if we've established that if you team at all, it counts, who's a guy that I might want? All right, Matanza slash Jeff Cobb. Who is he teamed with? Okay, oh, he's teamed with Matt Riddle. I've thought about trying to make the argument that Matanza and Jeff Cobb are not the same person. (laughs) (laughs) Has anyone seen them in the same room together? (laughs) But I figured it wasn't worth it. Um... So I took them sight unseen, and in fact, if we were having a trade block, I would put Matt Riddle on the trade block because I know. I don't even know who Matt Riddle is. He's he's a he's like essentially he's Brock Lesnar light. He's okay. he's a MMA style. If I wanted that, I would take Bobby Lashley. But and so may I add, nobody has taken Bobby Lashley. He was taken, I think, in one other draft. Yeah, but that was it. All right, so then I took Red Dragon. My trio, because you could draft one trio, I took the Miz Tourage. I really of, wanted to take Miz and Maurice as well, so I was angry at that. Of Miz, Bo Dallas, and Curtis Axel. And Maurice comes along with that. Uh, I then took Breezango, and then I was like... I don't hey, think Maurice comes with that. It's fine. You can only have a trio. You that's can't fine. have a fourth just because she's associated with them. Okay, then that's fine. No, but can you? I, you're the dictator here. Managers tend, like, Authors of Pain with Paul Ellering does not count as a trio. It's two wrestlers and a manager. They get L right? I didn't know that. So. Curses! So Nick 
Nick took them, but it didn't count as his. Okay, trail. all right. I think he, but he used his trio on Jinder Mahal and the Bollywood Boys. Interesting choice. Which is fine. Um, I then took Breezango, and then I was like, all right, by that point, because Nick, speaking of Nick, he had used your loophole to draft Bailey, Sasha, Alexa Bliss, and Nia Jax in two picks. He drafted them as tag teams. So he essentially locked up his women's division right there. I mean, that's the worst women's division on this complete draft. Sorry, Nick, but uh, I'm just going to throw it out So there. I went ahead and I said, okay, who's left? Who's a big name? So I was like, I've never seen her wrestle, but Io Shirai apparently is very good. The only so. problem with her is she's got a broken freaking neck. Oh, well. So good luck with her wrestling the next year. Then, based on my New Japan watching, I drafted the team of Ricochet and David Finley. Nice junior heavyweight team. I would split them is that up. that Fit Finley? That's the son of Fit Finley. Really? It is. Interesting. I then decided, all right, I need my other cornerstone of the women's division. You're an idiot. I could have waited. You're an idiot! So I drafted Eva Marie, William Regal, Natalia, and Tamina just to get some depth. I then did the Moro Nalo and Jim Ross, which I regret. I did not get the kind of reaction I was hoping for. I would do it differently. And then I took, with my last picks, I took the Addiction, Daniels, and Kazarian. I wanted the Addiction as well, badly. And I took I should have taken them so early. And I took Santana Garrett, who's a late-round steal. She's also good. She's going to be. So... Now I need to make... I have four more picks, so I'm going to do this two more times. I think people are going to be surprised by my next couple of picks. Well, not a couple. A couple of them are obvious. All right. I have... I have one that's going to be quite surprising. By which nobody will care. They're going to look at that and be like, why would he do that? I have one... Let's see, I've got some Ring of Honor guys. I'm just going to put my phone down in case I have to start punching you. I've got some NXT guys. I've got some 205 Live guys on here. Why don't you just make your pick already? I'm debating. There's a lot of names. i got to decide which ones I want. I'm going to kill you. I want the Lucha guys. I do like them a lot. Oh, I could draft a Lucha team. I should have saved my trio. Alright. This is such good radio. With the 17th pick. I'm going to kill you. In the Murder. neighborhood draft C, DC Matthews selects Silas Young and the Beer City Bruiser. I don't know who that is. Well, good. Then you don't care. <laughs> who is that? Silas Young is Ring of Honor, the last real man. Okay. And the Beer City Bruiser is a 300-pound guy who wears simple black Speedo and carries around a cake. Awesome. Okay. Good for you. What's so. your next pick? All right. I'm going with this. I'm, you're going to be happy because I'm picking... I'm picking a guy who will be able to go toe-to-toe with Matanza. So I am picking, from NXT, I am picking, I don't remember what his new name is, but I know him as Dylan Miley. I don't know who that is. See? Well, who, now, now I, this is now, this is completely anticlimactic. You built it up on the show, and now I don't know who I the guy was. I'm you're going to hurt me! You should be, but who was it? Would you like me to pick somebody else? I don't know. Because I can take Demac if you would like me to. Well, I don't give a crap about Demac. Who are you worried about? I'm not telling you. I've already said who it is. So if you want him, you can take him. You've got two more picks before it comes back. I'm not taking the Mac. Although I thought about taking the Mac. I yeah. But I took him. I, I would have taken him as an add-on. What are you? What are you gonna take? Killshot? No. Big Rick? Is he no. still there? Um, not since season one. I don't think. Melissa Santos. No, but not a bad pick. 
I considered that. I considered yeah, just Yeah, that's actually like, not a bad pick. Hey, screw it. I'll have a ring announcer. That's right. Uh, are you really not going to tell me? No. Why not? Because it's probably going to be my next pick. Chip's trying to pick Austin Aries. Did he? Yeah. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Chip. <laughs> that's the thing that I find amazing about this, though. Maybe it's just because I don't know how, how a lot of these guys are, so I just ignore it. That's like another guy I would have picked anyway, so I just ignore the whole thing. But I'm actually sort of amazed that how many times other people try to pick people who are already taken. And I'm just sitting here like, guys, he's given us the list. It's so easy. Like, why would you... I, I, but, but, again... I think it's, because it's hard I, to read, you know, and, and maybe it's on the mobile. It's hard to read. Yeah. No, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. So, let me put this image in so people know who Dylan Miley actually is. Again, yes, this makes for great radio, but I don't care. Yeah, well, yeah. All right. So, I picked that. I've got two more, which is sad because I've there are plenty of people. I could go more. I could go. I could go more, but honestly, my the thing is at this point I'm taking people to take. Like I, I'm coming up with roles, but I was, I my story was why, good at 15. Why won't you tell me who you're gonna pick? Because I can't pick. There's nothing I can do right now. Yeah, but what if I decide not to take this person next? Don't you have an idea of who you're taking next? I do, but I ha- I haven't decided the order yet. Now I'm trying to think from Lucha Under. Jeremiah Crane? I'm not telling you a thing. That's it. <laughs> Jeremiah Crane. It's actually not Jeremiah Crane. There's one person Paul from... Paul London and the Rabbit Tribe? There's one person from Lucha Underground who I really want, who I don't think I'm going to end up getting. Um, I think I'm Did going... Did Mysterio go yet? No, I don't think so. You should draft Prince Puba. <laughs> I thought about it. I've seen drafts where they've tried to do that, where you can take different characters. I mean, I actually think that wouldn't be a bad way to go, Mm -hmm. Um, but... Will you partake if we do an all-time draft? Yeah. If we do some sort of crazy, like... Yeah. I want the first pick. I want the first pick. Who would you pick? Bruce the Barber Beefcake. Seriously? Yes! (laughs) You're gonna waste the first round... Waste?! He's he's strutting and cutting, man. Oh, uh, I hope you get the first pick, and then I hope I get number two. <laughs> Who are you gonna take, Bobby Heenan? Why would you take Bobby Heenan when you could take Brutus the Barber Beefcake? He's our manager. You put him on commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Brutus Beefcake. Oh, man. All right. Oh, good stuff. Anyways, uh, we will keep you updated if the more of the draft happens. And I will also have you know my third round pick there with Asuka, Nikki Bella, and Becky Lynch. Yeah. My hand was forced by Mitchell Monroe. Because he picked New Day? Because he picked John Cena. Ah. Would you have drafted Cena and Nikki? I would have. Really? Yes. That was my pick. I am... Th- you have... To- you told me earlier today that you didn't think you were going to be able to... You have to tell the story. I'm going to try. Fascinating. I'm not sure. I don't, know how I don't have a story. Us. I don't have a thread. I have a. Well, no, I do. Who? Okay, let me ask you a question. Who do you think I'm building my promotion around? Samoa Joe. Incorrect. Well, I would assume Asuka. In- building around DIY? Correct. I am building around Johnny Gargano. I believe that he is the perfect everyman audience cipher. I thought in my head 
when I think about, like, you know, the all-time greats, when I think about, like, ECW, I think about Tommy Dreamer. And I know he's not necessarily the best wrestler of all time. You don't think about RVD or Raven or something? No. I think about the guy who the audience got behind, the guy who had the chops to get the crowd behind him, who could really be, again, that audience cipher. And I thought about who was available today who could do that, and I think Johnny Gargano is the pick. I think he is the guy. I am fascinated to see what happened. Because have you noticed? Well, I don't. You probably haven't. Because you're not on Twitter. He has not been on social media since since Champa turned up. I'm aware. Yep. Like I think I think Champa even tweeted out something on Father's Day. Yep. I'm surprised you didn't break your Twitter silence to wish your daddy a happy birthday or happy Father's <laughs> Day. And I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be the greatest feud. It's gonna be I so just good. Want it to happen. Yep. All right. Speaking of. Uh, Feuds that may or may not be great. What did you think of the little uh, way that WWE preyed on our emotions on Monday? What do you mean? With uh, Mr. Amore and Mr. Cassidy. I don't care. But, okay, how about this? Um, they broke them up, and it was obvious that... Cass was going to beat the crap out of Enzo again. Now, I'll give them credit. They got really far up that that's, ramp. That's what I'm saying. Is like You were like... you. So, so Enzo comes out. He calls out Cassidy. Cass comes out. And I'm like, he's going to... Just like, going to boot him without saying a thing. Yeah. And then I'm like, then he's going to apologize, but he's going to pull a Kevin Nash. Because Kevin Nash broke the Big Show's neck. Or supposedly. Right. And was like, I'm sorry... I'm sorry. I broke your neck. Yeah. So I expected that. Then all of a sudden he's apologizing, and I'm like, "Are we really coming back on this?" And I'm listening to you. Ta- I'm hearing you talking about spinning their wheels. I'm hearing Liam Stryker talk about how you know they keep listening to the fans and making these you know quick draw decisions. And I'm like, "We're really not going to do this." And at the end, I had talked myself into, "All right, well maybe this is what they need to get over the hump and maybe get them a tag team title." And so. They hugged, and I went and took a shower because I was like, "All right." Because you just got so hot, you had to get in there, get a cold I, shower, and no, so it's just, I'm bring it vaca- back down. I'm on vacation and realize it's nine thirty at night. I should probably take my shower for the day. So that's gross. So just calling it like it is. Um, Swampy DC hashtag. <laughs> um, so I, you know, so I take a shower and I go back and sit down, and I'm not. And all of a sudden, I'm like. People are talking about Big Cass. I'm like, what happened? I had to look it up and be like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Good for him. All right. Yeah. So, but you don't care. I don't know, man. They, I feel like they, I feel like Enzo and Cass have been, I don't want to say mishandled because that's so reductive and it's the absolute laziest way for me to describe it, but I don't feel like they matter to where I should care about them breaking up. Like, I, since they've come to the main roster, I, I just, I just don't really feel like they've a pair of people who have teamed together for what a year or two more, uh, who never won a title. They've been teaming for as long as I can remember. I don't remember. Well, I mean, on the main roster. Oh, yeah, but a year. Uh, but it's just like I, I don't know, man. Like I don't feel like they got built up as this great pairing to where. Breaking it up really mattered. Like, I understand that they did come across as friends, 
Like, they came across as, as a good, as a strong pairing, so I guess you wouldn't expect this. But I don't know, man. Like, I, I just don't feel like that... I don't think they, they reached the highs they needed to reach to make this matter the way it should. No, this is not Seth Rollins turning on the shield. Correct. This is not even Gar- uh, Champa turning on Gargano because no. they had no one tag team title. Right. But they were, you know... But they were two peas in a pod. They seemed perfect together. So to break them up, I guess, means something. I don't know. I just, like I said, I don't feel like the story that they've been involved with earned this outcome. Do I look like that? (laughs) Who says that you do? Nobody. I just looked at it myself and went... (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? That's Otis from Heavy Machine. Oh, yeah. I'm mad at Brandon. I'm mad at they were. I was gonna. My, they were gonna draft them next. They maybe. were on my short list. Yep. I should have drafted them earlier. There's actually a group that I think I have to draft a pair next that I wanted to wait until later because I kind of don't care if they go. But at this point, there's a role that I still haven't filled that I think I just need to bite the. Is bowl it a Lucha do. Underground pair? Is not. It is not. Everybody's gonna look at this when I finally do it. And they're gonna be like. Who? Why would you do this? That is a terrible pick. But I disagree. Okay. Again. Fascinated. Utterly fascinated. All right. Um, that was the big news out of Raw is Big Cass is now even more of a heel. If you had to guess, mm-hmm. what is next for... Obviously, they're going to fight at Great Balls of Fire. Probably on the pre-show. Um, what happens... Let's, let's talk about the more difficult one. What does Enzo Amore do after this? Retires? Does he become a cruiserweight? Does he... Retire? You think that's it? I don't know, man, but... He's really small. And I know apparently somebody's got a fetish for him ragdolling around the arena. But I'm not sure that you can make a career out of that. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh... Let's see. What else happened? Oh! We're not going to talk about Miss TV because I don't care. I didn't watch it. Did you watch Miss TV with the basketball? No, I did watch it. It was definitely a train wreck. I mean, I wasn't offended or anything, but it was just a bad, disjointed segment. Did you enjoy when Brock Lesnar became the California Raisin? Yes. I did that enjoy was that. So good. I, they are doing... That is... You know, people are saying Raw is back to being better than SmackDown Live. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, Samoa Joe but, is a very important part of Raw right now. Yes. And the success, the perceived, I believe, the perceived, the perception of Raw as the better show, I believe, is due to Samoa Joe's recent performances. I think so. Because they, they've got a... Your main event... Matters. Your world title, your big title, is Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar... But really, Samoa Joe versus Paul Heyman. And then Jinder versus Randy Orton in what's going to be a Punjabi prison match. I don't know that I've ever seen a Punjabi prison match. I'm pretty sure there's only been one before. Two. Okay. I I know one of them was built for the Great Khali, and then he did not compete in that match. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I think there were two, and one, one of them featured the Great Khali, and one of them did not, which is I believe the first one was the one that he had to drop out of and they replaced him with the big show. 
You might be right. I'm looking it up now. Yeah, it was... Um, what is a Punjabi prison match? The Punjabi prison match consists of two <clears throat> large bamboo cages. The first is four-sided and is 16 feet tall. The second has eight sides and stands 20 feet tall. Now, I'm guessing that changes. The inner cage has a four-foot-by-four-foot door on each of its sides, with a referee standing by to open them. Each door may only be opened once, and is only allowed to remain open for 60 seconds, after which it is padlocked. Should all four doors end up locked, they are forced to climb out over the top, where the bamboo is fashioned into spikes. Between the two cages are sometimes placed tables on which are weapons. There are also extended straps at the corners. Once a wrestler has escaped the first cage, you must then climb out of the second cage. So it is a double bamboo cage weapon match. With spikes. Um, is this something that you want to see Randy Orton in? This is not something I want to see. End. End of sentence. conversation. Yeah. Um, the fact that they happened to have it in storage. Chip took the Briscoe brothers? They have to have been taken already, right? I'm almost positive. Chip is currently at NAI Studios. Brenda says that uh, Liam has them. <laughs> Brenda Mac. He literally changed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Um, Chip is currently at NAI Studios listening to NAI Pod be recorded, so I don't think he's really... Was he on the couch? Probably. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but yes, yeah, so yeah, I have no interest in seeing a Punjabi prison match at all. I think you could have come up with something better. Does Randy Orton really need to go from the House of Horrors to the Punjabi prison match? Apparently. Is he going to get a literal magic carpet this time? I hope the refrigerator comes back. <laughs> I hope it's just to finish the job. The um, so yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not wild about the SmackDown main event. I'm not wild about it at all. Um, what did you think of the Raw Gauntlet match? That was the women's match. Yes, I actually did not watch that. That's okay. the only part of Raw I didn't watch. I went to bed. Nia Jax looked like a million dollars. I don't believe you because. She always looks terrible. I thought she looked... She looked like... It, they designed that match to make her look like a star and then lose, which is a great thing to do. Um, you know, they tried to do that with Tamina in the Money in the Bank matches a little bit as well. They're trying to build these, you know, kind of cornerstones of the division. I thought she did great. So okay. I was a fan. Um, I'm fine. I'm happy with Sasha and Alexa. For the title. I guess. I'm interested to see what happens with Bailey because right now if there's someone who's going to turn heel, it's her, not Sasha. And a heel Bailey would be a very interesting character. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Might not. Same kind of John Cena thing, but I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, SmackDown, the Carmella, Rewon, the Money in the Bank briefcase. What a waste of time, huh? If it means that Money in the Bank is now can now happen whenever, it's fine. Why wouldn't you have another rematch? I mean, James Ellsworth still interfered. 
It's like, why wouldn't Daniel Bryan come out next week and say, that was also a travesty. So next week, we're going to do another rematch. We're going to have a rematch for the rematch. Why wouldn't he do that? That doesn't make any sense. Okay, so this time he didn't literally climb the ladder. But he still interfered. What difference does it make? It's bad storytelling. Yes. Sorry. Chip then tried to draft Mackie and Maria, who have also been taken. I would have taken them years ago if they hadn't already been taken. And these are the people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do 25 rounds. I was sitting at 15 being like, okay, I mean, this is going to be a stretch, but... Uh... He then tried to draft Ty Dillinger, who went three picks after. Oh, man. Come on, Chip. Come on, Chippy Poo. You can do it. You already got D-Lo. we told that story yet? <laughs> and any, any of the other drafts, did anybody else hit the 12-hour limit? Where they... No. He's the only one? Yes. Oh, Chippy. Oh, chip, chip, we chip. We had a lot room. of people going out of order. Corn? Oh, Andrade. Nobody's taking him, right? No. I was going to send him a pick, too. Not bad. Not bad. All right, Chip, you pulled it out. Cian Almas is actually not a bad pick. No. I would Not who I would have gone with. I would have sent him a different name. That's actually not bad. Interesting choice, man. All right. So, anyways, we're, we're continuing the draft here. Um... Apparently, we missed a great uh, last woman standing match with Asuka and Nikki Cross, potentially one of the best. I'm looking forward to watching that. So I will look forward to that. We'll have to talk about that as well. I think I want to watch the week before that. There was some sort of knockdown dragout fight between the two of them as well. Well, I think I want to watch that first. A couple of weeks ago was Asuka versus Nikki Cross versus Ruby Riot. Okay. And that's where. That okay. whole thing started. So I would go back and watch that. I one. think that I'm going to have to. It was also good. Yeah. Um, the, the big move of that match, once you see the alternate camera angle, is a little hilariously pathetic. Oh, really? It's a fall that was the first camera angle makes it look great, and then you go, oh, hmm. they fell four and a half feet. Ah. Oh, you mean when they fell onto the table at the end? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did see that in the replay in the episode I watched. and Yeah. Yep. So, all right. So we will keep you posted on the draft. It is we are in round eighteen. I'm hoping that I get to make a pick, but we'll still, while we're still recording, but well, we can. I don't talking. think I don't think it's going to happen. We can keep talking if you want. We have no emails because our you know we have we're we're not. Is that everything that happened on Raw? We really ran through all the important stuff on Raw. Well, I didn't run through. You know, it depends on your definition of important. Bo Dallas got a pinfall victory. That is hugely. Is that the first time in like three years? It's the first time in a long time. I didn't do the the research. Reigns and Braun fought. They're going to have an ambulance match. I thought the pay-per-view was this Sunday. It turns out it's next Sunday. It's not this Sunday? No, it's July 9th, not July 2nd. Wah. I know. That's what I'm saying. I was like... I'm looking forward to that Universal title match. That's for sure. The Looking at the pay-per-view, let's look at that super fast. Because, again, we're not going to preview it. But no. if you look at it, you've got... Hello. Hello. You've got Brock versus Joe. That's going to be great. You've got Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman in an ambulance match. You've got Alexa versus Sasha. Seth versus Bray. And then Neville versus Tazawa, who's a member now of the Titus brand, apparently. I'm going to be honest. I didn't listen to anything you just said. Want to repeat that? I I was reading Twitter. I'm going to put the phone down. I'm putting the phone down. 
Jeff. <laughs> yeah. You've got Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. Okay. In an ambulance match. I like Braun Strowman quite a bit. I do too. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks for the women's title. Not interested. Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt. Not interested. And then Neville versus Akira Tozawa with Titus O'Neil for the cruiserweight title. Not interested. So, you know, two out of what, five ain't bad. All right. Nick drafted Vic Joseph. Who? Some newest commentator in WWE. Okay. So back to Liam. All right. So let's see. We've got Liam, then Brandon, then it will be Doc. So I think... Liam's if, recording, though, so... Let's well, see. but he made his last pick while he recorded, so... Maybe he's, a, he's in a heated discussion now. Maybe he's defending his honor. We will see. We will see. We will see. Um, do you want to tell us any more about... Because it's interesting that you have a story. Because, like, and you have roles for that. I will say, fight. I haven't quite figured out the story yet. I think it's going to have to change as I think more and more about what a wrestling show has to be. I was I was considering something very radically different, but I'm, I, I think it would take way too much ex- explanation. So I, I'm, I'm trying to rein it back a little bit to get it into a form that I can easily convey. Um, but, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be really interesting. I Because what I realize what I'm doing is I'm going to make the show I want to watch. Because I'll go out and say it. If you haven't figured it out just based on who I've drafted, the main event of my first pay-per-view is going to be Bray Wyatt versus The Miz. (laughs) And, of course, Bo Dallas is going to betray The Miz and join his brother. Uh It's going to finally be Uh the thing I've always wanted. (laughs) Always wanted. Yes. That <laughs> you were a child. That ever since I can remember. Mm-hmm. Ever since. And I Charlotte's going to be busy wrestling Eva Marie until the end of time. No, it's going to be Charlotte versus Io. Io versus... can't wrestle for the next year. Did she really break her neck? Yeah, when they were doing the medical checks with WWE, she's got a serious neck injury. Huh. Yep. I did not know that. Well, then it'll be uh, Charlotte. You have an anemic. Um, women's division. Well, then maybe I'll take some. Uh, there's a couple more women I could pick. No, I could take that Lucha Underground duo. Duo? Pick who? Yeah, I've. They're on my list. I had a feeling. Yeah, there were certain people I was like, this sounds like a guy Doc would want. I don't need him that badly. But that would have been a good pick. <laughs> All right. I still have three picks left, so... You do. I'm sure you'll pick plenty of people. Uh, what would you like to talk about while we wait for Liam to make his pick? Oh, man. I don't know. I guess it's not going to happen. It's all right. We should get GQ into this. That's what we should do. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'd be... All that free time. All that free time. Well, he's on vacation now, too, isn't he? He is, but I don't know what he's doing. Like, he has Child care. Yeah. All right. What is your piece of positivity for the week? We haven't talked about that. Um, I'm going to say it's the contrast between Brock Lesnar's purple face and his eyebrows. <laughs> Did you see his eyebrows? That whole thing was just oh, amazing. It really was. It's exactly what I've been wanting. It looked... <laughs> 
legitimately I found the picture. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Look at those eyebrows. It looked it's like he's it's like he's like he's like he went out and got a sunburn. Yeah. But he had covers over his eyebrows because they're still pale white. But the rest of him is bright red. It's so good. It looks it looked to me a little bit like it was a shoot there for a while. Like it looked like they were legitimately kind of grappling and obviously the idea was I assume Brock Lesnar just held his breath and squeezed his head very it does not take much for that man no. to no. get red in the face correct he is embarrassed easily but I just thought it was it was so good like yes I mean it was like they said backstage I want you to legitimately choke me out I, I think I there might have been they might have just been like you know what let's be somewhat real about this because even like the grappling in between was a little you know because I don't know how many fight like legit fights you've been in in your life but I've obviously I'm a brawler from way back of course back, yes of course a lot of fights wind up with either headlocks as you uh. mentioned before or just that sort of thing where you're not actually like throwing a lot of punches you're just kind of yeah grappling with uh. each other with nothing happening so, it was just interesting. Two people followed me within, like, the first 30 seconds. Well, you're just amazing. I am. I am, I am, I am. All right, my piece of positivity would be um, New Japan Pro Wrestling. We talked about it on the last uh, episode of DDT, or DC and Doc Talk that we recorded. Um, but I'm watching that. It's new. It's different. It's interesting. It's exciting. It's long. Sometimes it buffers way too much. Yeah. But you know what? It's something new for me to watch. Rather than watching WWE Network from the 90s, I'm now enjoying that. I will so. say my second piece of positivity for the week, though, is legitimately Braun Strowman. Because mind you, I have not been watching wrestling for like the last month. Um, and so to tune back in and to actually see a segment with Braun Strowman, I, I, I think I tweeted out, I, I have missed Braun Strowman. And I legitimately have. I think everyone has. He... He really is excellent. It's one of those interesting things. He's the main example of it, but you could also make the case for Elias Sampson, too. All of a sudden, they got much better. Like, yeah. Braun Strowman was the giant in the Wyatt family during that compound match with the New Day. Yep. And he was just there. Right. And you were like, okay, he's got some power. This Then all of a sudden, he's like, I'm amazing. And his, his in-ring work got better, and his personality got way better. The thing I would like to point out about Braun Strowman is, I mean, this maybe this statement might carry a lot of baggage with it, and so I don't necessarily mean it in the negative connotation everybody's probably going to want to assign to it, but we should all sort of just take a step back and be appreciative of the fact that we are watching Braun Strowman right now, and Braun Strowman is the modern-day equivalent of the big show. Like, he is this giant beast of a man. He's in there. He's young. He's athletic. He's better than he has any right to he is, be. He is like the giant. Yes. Because if you ever get the chance to watch... That's what I really mean. Yes. If you ever get the chance to watch Paul White circa 96, where he's doing top rope missile drop kicks mm -hmm. and random stuff like that, it's insane that he could have been that good. Yeah. So... It is. It is kind of like that. It I is. think that's where Braun is going. It is interesting to me that they have figured... Whether it was WWE's doing or just the talents themselves, in your, your building now, it almost feels like Braun Strowman is as big, if not bigger, of a star 
than Roman. I, He's obviously more popular right now. Correct. But I'm just like like you have the chance. This could be essentially your John Cena, Randy Orton, where these two feud off and on. And the thing that, for ten years. The thing about that that really gets me is they're gonna take Braun Strowman out behind the shed and shoot him. Like they're not gonna let him top the big dog at the end of the day. Uh, well, depends on what you mean by end of the day. I think he wins the ambulance match. Do you? I think he wins the ambulance match, and I think he wrestles. Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. I don't think we're going to see Roman Reigns. You're not going to... If you're going to do Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, I think you do it at WrestleMania. Unless you're going to do the, he loses, and now the rest of the year is the Roman Reigns redemption story, which no one wants to see. Because we've seen it twice already. So, you have him lose the ambulance match. Now, Braun Strowman's got the shit. Now, maybe Roman Reigns works his way in and it's a random triple threat or something like that. Maybe. But, yeah, I think Braun Strowman gets the nod because that reaction when he comes out of the ambulance, which was not last week, it was two weeks ago, when he comes out of the... Right. This time he blindsided him from out of nowhere. Yeah. It was... Yeah. So, I agree. I agree with your second piece of positivity. My second piece would be that Bo Dallas won a match. There you go. And whatever push, whatever this leads to, if it leads to a tag title, if it leads to nothing. It will lead to Bo nothing. Bo Dallas is on my TV. Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel are a step below J&J security right now. I'm okay with that. Just saying. If it's it not going to go anywhere. If it means They'll be regularly featured on the show. That's all I want right now. Okay. Because that's, that's all, all you're getting. Right that's all you're going to get. That's all I want. Okay. And Lince Dorado was on. I like Lince Dorado. Except I don't... I, I don't think he had the teeth. I understand he's the golden lynx, so they gave him a gold mask, but I'm like, you don't need that. No. He was better before. Remember when Kalisa got thrown into a dumpster? Who? Exactly. Oh, right. Low-rent Drago. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to say, Doc Manson, before you head out to that good night? You know that I never do. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. Until we meet again, my friends, we'll see you around the neighborhood.